Welcome to the Behind the Billboard podcast. Here's your host, Chris Lindahl. What makes a good leader? I wanted to go over some of the characteristics that I've identified in successful leaders that I've had the opportunity to spend quite some time with. The first one is emotional intelligence, your EQ. This isn't your IQ. Your IQ is a a fixed number, but this is your EQ. This is your ability to understand others, understand energy around you, to really feel what's happening. I've found successful leaders can feel the energy in a room. They can feel when people are down. They have the ability to lift people up. They can feel when an organization is burnt out. They can feel when people are stressed. They can feel when people are grieving. And they have the ability to change that energy. It's a very, very special characteristic, but it's one that matters so much in leading people. You have to have a high EQ because there are ups and downs in life, in business. We get served curveballs every single day, but you have to have the ability to detect that energy and then change the room. It's a powerful thing when you can go into a room and you can detect the energy and you can change it for the better. So I've noticed that successful leaders have a really high EQ. The next one is confidence. Confidence is so important in leadership. I I look at so many leaders and mentors that I've been fortunate enough to be connected to and they're confident. They're confident in their decision. Are they always right? No, but they're confident. I think about, you know, if you're going to go to war and your general is not confident and runs to the back of the line and says, oh, this isn't going to go good. I don't know. We're probably not going to win. How would you feel if your leader was leading you that way? Versus you have a leader that says, you know what? We're going to get through this. We're going to own this. We're going to take over. We are going to crush it. We have no worries. The economy doesn't matter. We create our own economy. We're going to be just fine. Big difference in how that feels. And so I've noticed that successful leaders are confident. And now confidence is different than cocky or egotistical because no one wants to be part of an organization that has a leader that's got a massive ego or is super cocky. They want someone that's confident but not cocky, two different things. The next one is, and this one can happen within your organization, within your life. It could happen with one of your coworkers' lives, but it might come into your life. And that's to neutralize toxic people. You know, we've had some people in our organization over the years that weren't culture fits for what we were doing. Doesn't make them bad people. Doesn't mean that they won't be successful, but they were toxic to our organization. And so successful leaders have the ability to neutralize toxic people. So someone that in some organizations where they maybe don't have a strong leader, that toxic person could do some damage to the culture, to the organization. When you have a successful leader, they know how to neutralize that person. They know how to calm them down. They know how to not allow that person to be a threat. So if you're looking to grow as a leader, toxic people in your organization can be a big challenge. And depending on the size of your organization, depending on, you know, what type of organization you have, removing toxic people might take some time. And so the way to do that sooner rather than later is to neutralize them. And I've noticed that successful leaders have the ability to do that. The next one is if you think about business and you think about the organization that you lead and that you're a part of is there's a lot of change in, in when you're innovating, when as the world changes. I mean, I think pretty much every industry is changing very quickly right now. Successful leaders have the ability to embrace change 
not only for themselves, but for their organization. We're going to get through this together. We're going to be better. We're going to solve this. We're going to get to this level. Change is good. Everyone should feel good. We're going to be just fine. And so they do a really good job of embracing change. So remember that one. You know, as you're leading an organization and you've got a lot of change that's going on, what you don't want to happen is you don't want people to start to get whiplash where you're bouncing all over the place. You're bouncing off every single wall. By the end of all this change, everyone's dizzy. They're not sure what they're doing. There's confusion. So embrace that change and bring that confidence back to them. The next one is one that is very difficult for so many, especially leaders that are givers, and that is the power of no. I've noticed that successful leaders have the ability to say no, or they empower someone else, whether that's an admin, an assistant that can say no on their behalf. Because the reality is, is we only have so much time in a day and it comes down to choices and you know, I, I've regretfully had to say no to things that I didn't want to say no to, but I knew that it wasn't going to get our organization to the next level. And it's tempting to accept appointment after appointment after appointment or this new shiny idea or that new shiny object. And there are things that are coming all the time, but at some point you have to have someone or yourself, you have to protect your calendar and use the word no. It's not easy because we've been trained that the word no disappoints and we let someone down. So make sure that you have a strategy in place to produce the word no. It will make a big difference and it will help your organization get to the next level. This one is one that we really try hard to use and uh, focus on in our organization. I would say that the people in our organization have done a fantastic job with this. We have amazing people and that is embrace failure. Failure can be looked at different ways. For some people, failure is, it's over. I lost. It's not going to work for me. But the way that we look at it is it's a learning opportunity. If you're going to grow as a person and you're going to grow your business and you're going to grow your department or whatever position you're in as a leader, those are learning opportunities. Those moments where you fail or where your organization fails or where someone close to you fails, that's an opportunity to learn. And I look back at those pivotal moments in my career and the things that have happened to me personally, those moments define me and they continue to define me. And I embrace failure so much because that's how I grow. As a leader, if you're looking to get to that next level, you have to be okay with failure because everyone fails. The difference is how people respond to it. If you get down in the dumps and your mindset goes and you don't feel like you're making an impact anymore. It's going to be difficult. But if you look at it like, I can't wait till the next moment where I fail, where I can learn more about myself, about my organization, that's when it gets exciting is when you can learn from those moments and people watch when you fail, how you respond. Remember that people watch how you are, how you respond when you fail. So if you're leading others, Make sure that you use those as learning opportunities. And then the next one is positivity and joy. Positivity is a critical part of leading an organization. Successful leaders are always bringing joy. No matter how bad it is, no matter how bad they're struggling, they are going to have fun and they are going to bring massive joy to their organization, to the people around them, and they're going to lift everyone up. So if you want to be a successful leader or you want to take your leadership ability to the next level, you have to bring massive levels of joy. 
you have to be so amped up and so on at all times that it gets everyone excited because when you have people excited and you have people having fun and you create that community where people want to be in that culture, it'll make a big difference in the output that you get from people. People want to do more when they're having fun, when they're part of something that's special. I think of our organization. I think of how special those people are. I think about how special those families that support the people in our organization. And I think about the output that we get. We are at the highest level and we are absolutely crushing it. It's because of those people. They feel good. They bring joy. And then what happens is when you bring that level of joy and you bring that positivity, it takes a life of its own. And now all of a sudden, everyone in your organization starts focusing on the glass being half full. So don't forget to bring that positivity. And then the last one, which goes a little bit into the emotional intelligence, is empathy. You have to be empathetic. No one wants to work for a dictator. You have to be empathetic and you have to really focus on being right next to them, boots on the ground, and really honor them and show them that you care. This is about, you know, being a successful leader in today's world is so different than it was 20 years ago where you would just bark orders and tell people, you need to do this, you need to do that. No one wants to work for that sort of leader anymore. They want to feel right alongside. They want some compliments and they want people to be empathetic and really giving back that energy like, hey, I really noticed you did that or I love that you did this. Using those powerful words and acknowledging people makes a huge difference. And don't forget to publicly acknowledge the people in your organization that are helping you. I think too often as leaders that we don't say thank you enough and we don't show enough empathy when in reality, we wouldn't be where we are without them. So make sure that you don't forget that as the success of your organization grows. Remember the people that helped get you there and show them empathy. They deserve it. And that will make a huge difference in how people are and how they treat you and really how long they stay. Because when they feel cared about and they can feel that you empathize with them, it will make a massive difference in the output that you get from your people. And just love on your people. Love your people. Without the people, you wouldn't be where you are. So don't forget that. I hope these things were helpful. These are just some of the things that I've had the opportunity to learn from other leaders and mentors in my life. But I believe these ones are what make a great leader. If you love this episode, give us a great review, subscribe, and share us socially so we can spread the word and build the community of difference makers. And if there's a leader who inspires you, send your suggestions for future guests to Chris's team at BehindTheBillboard.com so we can get better.